The following guided meditation was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So let's go ahead and do our chant, the suffusion with the divine abiding. Sometimes we call this the four quarters chant. Now let us make the four boundless qualities shine forth. I will abide pervading one quarter with a mind imbued with loving kindness. Likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth, so above and below around and everywhere, and to all as to myself, I will abide, pervading the all-encompassing world, with a mind imbued with loving kindness, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility, and without ill will. I will abide, pervading one quarter, with a mind imbued with compassion, likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth, so above and below, around and everywhere, and to all as to myself. I will abide, pervading the all-encompassing world, with a mind imbued with compassion, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility, and without ill will. I will abide, pervading one quarter, with a mind imbued with gladness, likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth, so above and below, around and everywhere, and to all as to myself. I will abide, pervading the all-encompassing world, with a mind imbued with gladness, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility, and without ill will. I will abide, pervading one quarter, with a mind imbued with equanimity, likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth, so above and below, around and everywhere, and to all as to myself. 
I will abide, pervading the all-encompassing world with a mind imbued with equanimity, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility and without ill will. So settle into the comfortable posture for yourself. Relatively upright, relatively still. Feeling at home in the body if you can, as best we can. Knowing that it won't be perfect. And as I mentioned earlier this morning, and we spent quite a bit of time last week, it is possible for us to shift the attitude in the mind or cultivate a more useful, wholesome attitude of mind. So even if there's quite a negative attitude, we're really irritable or upset or angry, closed down, numb. The beginning of this transformation or shifting of one's attitude is really begins by acknowledging the way it is, because that will evoke some really wholesome qualities. Oh, the heart's really negative right now. The heart's really hurting right now. And as if to say, I care enough to just acknowledge the way that it is. That's not nothing. Just to, in that non-judgmental way, just to acknowledge the quality of the mind or the quality of the heart, the attitude, the mood. Oh, honey, it's like this right now. I'm feeling this. This is the terrain of my heart right now. And it's as if we're saying to ourselves, I'm not afraid to be close. It's really an act of wisdom and kindness to want to be close, to want to have a clear sense, an intimate sense of how it is and not to immediately rush into trying to fix it or even to do some Buddhist intervention on our attitude. Sometimes that quick reflex to practice with the way it is comes from aversion or from greed. So we really want to get a sense of this first move as always this clear recognition and acceptance. Well, this is how the body is right now. This is how the heart feels right now. This is the quality of the mind right now. Can I have a more honest, a more kind, clear 
connection with the way it is, right here and now in the body and mind, the heart, this all-inclusive sense of the present moment. And then we really understand how natural it is to practice forgiveness, to practice patience, to cultivate compassion and an ability to understand, of course, it's this way. This is that deepening insight into conditionality, like given everything that's in motion here in our own heart and mind, but everywhere, given what's in motion, of course, the attitude is like this right now, the body's like this right now. So we move away from any reflex we might have to want to blame or want to think that the moment isn't the way it's supposed to be. And it gets replaced with this wiser, more connected view or understanding, well, of course it's this way. How could it not be this way, given all the forces in motion in and around inside, outside, of course it's this way, can't be otherwise right now, here in my heart, here in the world. We're not justifying, we're just understanding cause and effect, the conditional nature of everything. And this really helps to clear the ground, ventilate our pain, ventilate whatever's unfinished, unresolved in our heart, just this understanding that we can relate with kindness, with forgiveness and patience, and most importantly, this deep understanding. Even though we don't understand it completely, we know that somehow this, the experience we're feeling and having, this isn't a mistake. And I'm not saying on some personal level we deserve the way it is, I'm just saying that I choose to align with the truth of causality or conditionality, that everything arises because of whatever supporting causes there are in the moment. And we don't use that understanding. It isn't about judging or placing the blame here or there. It's just about understanding the way things work. Things do unfold lawfully because of causes and conditions. But that doesn't mean it's personal. It just means it's the way it is. Lawful. So that means we have to work with the way it is right now because it is already here. It has arisen lawfully. We're feeling it. We're seeing it. We're experiencing it. And it just naturally begs the question, which is central to our meditation practice. How can I relate in a skillful way right now? Is being distracted helpful? Being lost in thought helpful? And we'll see when we are lost in thought, we'll see how it's the cause for more tension in the body and in the mind. So we'll try something else like being aware. Oh, feels like this right now. 
well, can this be okay to just feel and see and understand that it's like this? Is it okay? Is it safe enough to relax? And some people prefer to begin this training by using a specific anchor for one's attention, something here and now in the present moment, like feeling the breath coming in, feeling the breath going out, or just more generally feeling the whole body sitting. Or a third option would be to be aware of hearing, not to figure out what the sounds that we're hearing are, but just a more inclusive opening to the experience of hearing and resting in that experience of hearing. So whether we're choosing to be attentive to the ordinary process of breathing in and out, or choosing to be aware, attentive to the experience of the whole body sitting, or choosing to be aware of hearing, or the fourth option, choosing to be aware of whatever's predominant, moment by moment. These are four useful ways to practice, but it's good to choose how we're going to begin, which of these four. And initially, we'd use whatever we need to, to sustain, to learn how to sustain present moment awareness. And remember, present moment awareness just means that recognition, this is being known. So if you're working with your breath as your training ground, breathing in is being known. And you can really emphasize that recognition that it's being known, the sensations of breathing in or breathing out or being known here and now, just as they are. And how learning how to sustain that present moment awareness, learning what gets in the way and having a sense of humor, a sense of forgiveness and patience with all those habits of distractedness. And this all is really the same if we're using the whole body as an anchor or hearing or using whatever's predominant moment by moment as our anchor. But one way or another, we're learning how to be present. And in being present, Naturally, without you having to do it, naturally you'll notice letting go happens. The letting go of fixation, obsession, the letting go of attachment, the letting go of needing to control and fix and get something. It's not going to happen that we personally let go. This is a really central teaching that the Buddha discovered in his own practice. Letting go has its own causes and conditions. The causes and conditions for letting go, the letting go of attachment, the letting go of holding, 
the letting go of struggling and conflict is this seeing things as they are, this openness, clarity, sensitivity to the way it is, which is why we cultivate the continuity of present moment awareness because it supports the letting go of what needs to be let go of, basically letting go of the causes for suffering which basically is attachment, all the ways the mind clings. So with all that in mind, we'll practice in silence for about 25, 20 minutes, something like that. Just doing the best we can.
And for the last couple minutes now, you might like to practice by allowing the eyes to open, just sitting relatively still as best we can. And exploring this possibility of the mind, the heart being open, not so much doing meditation as much as we just settle in to this way of being open. And of course, everything's moving, the sensations in the body, the sound of my voice, <clears throat> the other sounds in the room, <clears throat> thoughts move, feelings move. And learning to abide or take refuge and just being open <clears throat> to all that's movement, all that's in motion. And even if there's some resistance just arising because of habits, seeing all this resistance as a movement too, this natural process of our lives, the activity of the body and the mind, the activity of the world around us, Nothing needs to be left out. And just a sense of confidence in being open, confidence and openness as a path, <clears throat> trustworthy path. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.